Welcome to Vegan Hacks. I'm Jason Cartalian with Mike Keller, and we have a special guest, Aaron Galemore, founder of Brass Roots. It's a snack and food company. Uh, welcome, Aaron. Jason, thanks for having me, guys. This is great. I'm excited. As are we. Thanks for thanks for being here. I'm aware of the Sasha Inchi seed, and your products are are centered around this particular seed. You want to maybe elaborate about the Inchi seed? Yeah, absolutely. So it, you got the pronunciation right, which is great. Not everybody does that. So you definitely, I know you have some familiarity with it. Um, what do they call it if they don't call it Inchi? You know, it's funny. We hear Saka in, Inky quite a bit. <laughs> um, we hear just Inchi seeds. Um, so we hear we hear a little bit of, of everything. Um, sometimes a soft cha, so Sasha. Um, it's all over the place, but <clears throat> nonetheless, it's uh, not about the pronunciation anyway. It's it's um, it does mean the Incan peanut because it is native to um, Peru and the Inca people ate it for you know really centuries at this point. Um, and uh, it's known as the Incan peanut because of its origin, but also because of its nutty taste and crunch. It has kind of a a light crunch to it, a snappy crunch, which is, which is really tasty. Um, and then you can tell, even though it's a seed, botanically speaking, it um, behaves just like a nut. Um, but what makes it special is the nutrition. So from a protein, uh, fiber and omega-3 fat standpoint, it stands tall above the rest, meaning the rest being peanuts, almonds, <laughs> any other tree nuts. Yep. And, it's also free of the top nine allergens, specifically free of peanut allergens and tree nut allergens. So that pre presents quite an opportunity for us. What does it most closely taste like? You know, Mike, that is a great question. It varies person to person. Um, we have people with peanut allergies who try it and they freak out because it tastes close to the peanut for them. And they've been trained to avoid afraid. anything close to that right but then we have other people who will compare it to um they, they might um uh say it's got like a little bit of an umami taste oh, depending wow. on our flavor um you can nobody's gonna say this isn't a nut it tastes just you know it definitely feels and tastes like a nut but it's got its own uniqueness i yeah. have the definitive flavor i know exactly okay. what it tastes like i can describe it possibly okay. because i've had a lot of inchy seeds um, really? Well, well, I mean, even before Brass Roots. Yes. Well, I mean, okay. So there's a couple of different companies that do the Inchi, and uh, mm -hmm. right now it's kind of, I mean, the in the in whatever. I don't, Sounds I don't like know, a dance. Air yeah, One culture. <laughs> yeah. Woo. It like Air One culture. It's like been kind of an like a highfalutin kind of thing, kind of an expensive mm -hmm. thing in jars and um and. Uh, I also believe it's also grown in Asia as well. Correct. But Correct. it's no, I mean, known for, I guess, the it, it's a certain area, the, the west coast of uh, Peru. Is that where most of it's grown in that in that area? Yep. It's so, grown in the west coast, west, western area. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tried to, well, I remember eating it and trying to place what exactly an inchy seed tastes like. And it's actually quite good, quite delicious, quite addictive. It also 
it kind of soaks up flavor like a peanut pretty well as well. Yep. It's kind of like the 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 body of an inchy seed. It's kind of like reminds me of a thick, very thick pepita, which is like a pumpkin seed. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. outside is very peanut-like. So imagine yep. you're crunching into a peanut, but then you get this kind of meaty kind of pepita kind of texture. So it's kind of got a, like a kind of a, and, and, but it's always, it's not, it's like, it's, it's never hard. It's got a nice bite to it. That's not like it's going to break your teeth. So it's, yeah. it's a very interesting night. It's kind of its own thing, but again, it does have similarities to, I think, pepita and also to the peanut. That makes yeah, peanuts. We, that, I think that's right. And what we do is we try to tailor our different um, skews to different palates. And that's how we just make it, you know, if you like sweet heat, that type of flavor profile, we've got a sweet heat. If you like salt and vinegar, we've got a salt and vinegar. So that's kind of how we are approaching um, the the taste and introducing it to folks. So what are your different flavors What that you offer at, at Brass Roots? Yeah, we so we, we actually have two different product lines, but as far as, it, it, so we sell the, Sacha Inchi seeds roasted, um, just like you'd sell roasted peanuts. Um, those have different flavors. And we also have a uh, Sacha Inchi butter line. Um, the seeds, though, themselves, we sell um, in a sort of just like a plain flavor, lightly salted, we call it. We sell a salt and vinegar, a honey mustard, a sweet heat, and then a dark chocolate coated version as well for our chocolate lovers. And also there's cool. other companies. There's a company called Chi that actually makes inchy seed meat. It's definitely an interesting um, protein mm-hmm. source as well. So what are the, like, I don't know, everyone asks, what are the macros mm-hmm. on a on inchy seed? Yeah, so it's got about nine, We I go based on a 28 gram uh, serving size, which is your average serving size for, for nuts. Uh, so it's got about nine grams of protein per serving. Um, that's about 50% more than uh, almonds, for example. What's also interesting about that is it's a complete protein source, all essential amino acids, which is pretty rare for plant-based sources of protein. Um, And then fiber, it's anywhere from four to six grams per serving. That compares to three grams or so for almonds um, and less for peanuts. And then it's really high just about the best plant-based source up there with flax seeds, chia seeds. It's really high in omega-3 fats. And as you probably know, a big part of the benefit there, it's not only that, you know, we know omega-3s are good for us, um, but the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 is very high in Sacha Inchi, much higher than most other sources, uh, plant-based sources of of, uh, omega fat. I'm looking at your website now, and it it also apparently has no net carbs. Correct. Yep. Naturally, very, very keto friendly. Exactly. Interesting. Um, What's your uh, origin story? Like, how did you discover this superfood, this uh, exotic thing? (laughs) So it kind of goes back even further. uh, My about 10 years ago, actually, it's about 12 years ago now. Um, my dad was diagnosed with heart disease. You know, he's, he was just on a random walk with my my mom and started to get lightheaded. And um, thankfully, she was uh, very conservative when it comes to health. And she's like, we're going to the hospital. Let's go. And uh, um, 
you know, he, he was his left anterior descending artery, the widow maker, otherwise known oh. as the widow maker, was about 86, 87% clogged. Oh and my so, gosh. so we kind of did all this research and realized it runs in our, in, on his side of the family. Um, mm. And then we have diabetes on my mom's side of the family. I have an uncle and aunt with diabetes um, and I have celiac disease. And so suffice it to say, I, um, I have a pretty strong belief in the power of food and what it can do for health. Um, and also have a very sincere interest in entrepreneurship. And so I married those two interests um, with brass roots. The reason I found Sacha Inchi is actually I had started a separate healthy snack food company with a friend of mine several years back and came across it when we were searching for kind of unique ingredients as sources of, of uh, nutrition. And I decided at that point that I was going to build an entire company around it. And so it was that. like a data-driven approach, sort of. When I found it? Yeah. Um, I mean, when you, you, you were looking for a certain profile of nutrition and you found it and then you, you I guess you tried it and said like, oh, it tastes good too. Correct. I was looking for a, a source of nutrition that was really good for cardiovascular health and had anti-diabetic properties. So the um, omega-3s and the net carbs. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, it even has an effect on your gut health, mm -hmm. um, which in turn helps di um, you know, diabetics and glucose management, things like that. Cool. I don't want to start this situation where I'm going to have to tack Mike Keller right now. Tack. He's always but, attacking me. But, but he tells this wonderful, heartwarming story about you know trying to take care of his family and all this thing, and and then we get to like data driven. It's all about math. It's all about you well, know, no, you know, he, he used come on, he Mike. Used, what, what's wrong no, with you? See, like any <laughs> rational person, he used math to solve a problem. He used data oh, okay, to make okay. a solution. All right, I'm for, sorry. Uh, his, how's your dad? By so, the way? so I'm the <laughs> yeah, problem. You're the problem because <laughs> if if we were gonna like do your solution to things, we'd just be like waving crystals around, you know, like the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, how's your dad? Look, 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 look. Don't make fun of my crystal um, helmet that I'm wearing right now. I'm I'm offended. Yeah. Uh, let, burn, burn, go burn to, some sage to, and let's ask him how uh, how things are going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, and back on the like the vegan thing, um, you know, we're we're always we're always very concerned about certain things. I mean, I mean, I don't know intersectional vegans, you know, vegans that you know. I mean, I again, you know, we bring up almonds or avocados. You know, people talk about water resources yep. and sustainability and also uh the labor it takes to let's say pick the inchy seeds etc can you explain a little bit about uh sustainability and 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 how you source your uh your product yeah, yeah. so we we are our such inchy seeds come from really two different places right now it's it's historically been primarily southeast asia as you mentioned but now we are starting um to source from peru as well the one of the, the most interesting pieces is um, the sustainability side. It requires no irrigation to grow Sacha Inchi seeds. Just rainwater? Correct. Yes, correct. Because And the main reason for that is it's grown predominantly in rainfall abundant regions. Um, it's quite literally grown in the Amazon, for example, in the rainforest. Um, and in Thailand and Laos, for example, they have a 
uh, a problem with the quantity of rain over, you know, they have monsoon season rather than droughts like California has um, for the almond. So that is one piece, you know, there's just, there's no, it's very juxtaposed against, uh, against almonds when it comes to just rain uh, water usage. The other nice thing is just purely the, um, the impact that it's making on the different communities. So in both Southeast Asia and South America, Sacha Inti represents um, a value add crop, a, a premium crop that, um, you know, provides a legal source of income for the farming communities there. In most cases, so in, in, in the case of Laos, for example, often it would be poppy that they're growing, which ultimately ends, you know, that's going into, into illegal markets in many, in many cases. And in, in South America, historically, many of these communities have grown um, coca also for illegal industries. And so this is part of um, initiatives in those different communities to bring legal fair trade crops to the region. The other really neat thing is from a kind of regenerative agriculture perspective, um, especially in Peru, they, the way these communities that are growing and they're different, they're truly um, indigenous communities, people who have actually never before contracted with a business in most cases. Um, and they're, they're not using monoculture, you know, they're, they're maybe they're growing several different types of crops um, on a small plot of land, um, which ultimately, as we know, um, you know, is a much better use of land. It's more sustainable. It's not like a slash and burn type of agriculture. So it's, it's really healthy. And, and that's one thing that as I dove deeper and deeper into Sacha Inchi, I got more and more enthusiastic about it just because through and through it was a high impact. Have you uh, personally visited these farms? I actually haven't because uh, I bet it would be fun. Peru is happening this year. Most likely cool. Thailand. I couldn't because we've been basically operating until this year under COVID protocols right. in Southeast Asia. And so it was very much done from afar. Um, our kind of, key supplier contact there did come in right before COVID we met in New Orleans because he spent some of his life um, in Tennessee. And so we had, we had uh, some meetings here, but I never, I have, I still haven't gone over to, to Southeast Asia yet. I'm, I'm looking at your um, website again, and I see this photo of you on a shark tank and it's, I, I could tell, I, I didn't know your, I, I could tell just from your outfit, it was good branding. I, like, I'm like, Oh, he's from New Orleans. Cause it's got all these New Orleans symbols. And then yes. I see on your logo, it has that hat with a feather. Like it's a, it's a memorable branding visual thing. Like, you know, a communication, un, unspoken communication. Yeah, I appreciate that. On that, maybe you can explain a little bit about why you named the company Brass yeah. Roots. Yeah, so um, I give credit to my wife who came up, came up with the name. Um, and we, you know, <clears throat> when I first moved to New Orleans, I actually had... Um, a lot of people telling me, Hey, it might be easier in a, in a bigger city, quite frankly, to, to start this kind of business. Um, but I got really excited and, uh, I guess enamored with the community here, New Orleans itself. And it offered a lot of things that big, big cities don't have in terms of culture and tradition and totally. people. And so I decided just to you know, to keep our company here and really lean into it and make it part of our unique identity. And um, the brass 
is uh, a nod to the the brass band and music culture here. Um, and it's sort of a play on the grassroots nature of our business because we try to do quite a bit of work in the community and and work with different youth organizations here, talk about entrepreneurship, talk about wellness and, and give back in that way. Um, and, and ultimately, you know, New Orleans has, even though it may not be known for healthy snacking, it's definitely known for food. And yeah, so, totally. Yeah, we like that connection. Another thing I'm noticing, the the products, maybe this is just kind of temporary, but the product's a little on the expensive side. Like what kind of uh, customers are you looking for? And do you have plans? Is it maybe like an economy of scale thing before it becomes, uh, what do you call it, comparable and competitive with all the mass market snacks out there? Yeah, it's a good question. We're definitely a premium product. We generally try to price in line with organic almonds. That's mm -hmm. like other organic nuts is generally where we we try to to compete. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't know that it'll ever be as cheap as peanuts. Peanuts, sure. Are, mass, you know, mass. I don't think we'll ever get there necessarily. Um, maybe organic peanuts, <laughs> but right now, you know, it's everything is handpicked. It's very manual labor oriented we don't have the scale yet as you mentioned um and, and it's so, imported from another continent exactly it's also imported right so yeah. um, i think over time we can definitely get it down um as we grow because we're still tiny but um sure. but I, yeah again i don't know that we'll, we'll, we'll probably never be competing directly with with peanuts i think we can compete with almonds always and that's kind of my my goal yeah that's good. Yeah. I mean, other than being on, you know, the Vegan Hacks podcast, what are you doing to um, educate the consumer to get people, um, you know, to, to get the knowledge about the inchy seed? Because I, I do feel, feel like there is an uphill battle in getting people aware of what you do and what your product is. Um, this is it, guys. So you guys better. <laughs> we'll, we'll try our best. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, you're you're totally right. I mean, there's a there are we've been um, trying to figure out the best way to meet people where they're at in terms of the are those people who definitely want Sacha Inchi in their life or who who might want it in their life um, if they knew about it, you know. Yeah, I I only learned about it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, I wanted in my life. So you didn't read the emails I sent I, you? I've been, I've been traveling for work. <laughs> nonstop. Okay. All right. Um, the, the, you know, we have the, the name is going against us even. Um, mm -hmm. right? I, I, I even go back and forth between calling it the Ink and Peanut instead of Sacha Inchi. Right. And it, credit to you for not, re, you know, a lot of these startup, uh, you know, vegan revolutionary food concepts companies, They've been basically taking some kind of um, indigenous or ethnic food and just rebranding it as their new technology. And so I definitely give you credit for at least like uh, being transparent about its roots and not pretending that it's like some tech bro invention <laughs> of your own, you know? Yeah, no, no. I'm, we're, we try to give as much credit to them as possible. Um, you're right. There's <laughs> you could go a lot of different ways with that. Um mm -hmm. But like you didn't rename it like some people might be in like might do yeah. or have done. Yeah. You have a super nut. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> I try to stay away from that word. Um, you know, superfood. I, I really do because it's just been it's been used over, over and over. Right, yeah. 
Um, but what we're so we as an example, well, Jason, you talked, you know, about what, what else we're doing. We partnered with someone called uh, named named Thomas DeLauer, um, who's got a few million followers on YouTube, and he is um, a health and wellness and online educator. Um, and he he actually found us in Sprouts Farmers Market and put out a video about different things he found in Sprouts. And we reached out to him after that. Um, he invested and, and ended up being an investor in the company and and uh, really believes in Sacha Inchi. And um, he's got a very strong following of people because he does very in-depth, strong research into what he recommends. Um, so that's been really helpful. He's driven a lot of new awareness for us. Um, and what we've been doing lately is um, reaching out to different registered dietitians and all other health professionals um, and talking to them about the benefits and then sharing samples and basically saying, hey, if you like this and you think your clients will like this, just please spread the word for us because people are going to trust you more than they trust us, quite honestly. They, sure. they, you know, that's that's the way this works. And so, you know, we don't have a huge budget. And so that's kind of how we're doing it. So it's, it's pretty, um, you know not to overuse our, our own name, but it's pretty grassroots stuff right now. And, um, and that, you know, and then we're, do, we're doing the normal stuff. Like we're, we're on Amazon. That's our best channel. And so we're doing some advertising there. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly shark tank helped a lot. It, for it drove sure. a lot of new people into this universe and, and, and stuff for us. The packaging's cute. I like how the, um, the inchy seed is wearing the hat. Yeah. It's we've changed our packaging a bit. The you know the the thing about that we're trying to give it a little bit of a personality and mm -hmm. but also connect. like a Mr. Planters, but not exactly correct. You said it, I didn't say it, but mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the more flamboyant Mr. Mr. Uh, yes, Peanut. Yes, um, we're trying to get people to make that connection. Yeah, you just well, <laughs> but don't give them a monocle, yeah, you know, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> the planters peanut even I think they they actually use gelatin. Yeah. Do uh you, none of your products have any animal stuff in them? The only uh so the honey mustard would be uh, the only one. Um okay. so you know arguably that that is the one that um vegans would would want to stay away from. Yeah. May we suggest agave mustard? <laughs> <laughs> or a vegan honey. Yes, that is yeah. So um other than Amazon, I understand that uh, you're going to have a product at Air One. What other outlets do, are you? Can, can we get your yeah, product? Yeah, we're sold um, in in Sprouts Farmers Markets nationwide. Then we're in Whole Foods locally, but um, hoping for some expansion there in the next several months. Um, and uh, and then we're sold in a lot of independents um, in natural food and independents across the country. And so you can um, use our store locator to find many of them. Um, and then certainly if you want them in your store near you, like we love when people reach out and say, Hey, start carrying this. Cause we can, we can get the product there at the end of the day. But I believe you're, you're going to have like your chocolate. Correct. Um, that's exactly right. Probably in the next month or so. Um, yeah, it's, it's May 2nd. So yeah, pretty, pretty soon here, just in the next few weeks. Um, the nice thing about the chocolate is, as you can tell, it's, it's, it's a nice way for people to kind of like dip their toes in the Sacha and tea water. All right. Cause it's, it's, it's coated. Accessible. It's very accessible. Exactly. 
Kim Kardashian's going to start eating them and then you'll, you'll be famous. <laughs> That's right. I won't have to do any more marketing. That's it. Um, so uh, what are your socials and uh, how can we, you know, follow your company and all your products, yeah, et cetera? Every, everything is generally at grassroots food. And then we're on uh, all the major social media channels, Instagram, of course, and TikTok, And, um, and then uh, grassrootsfood.com is our website and you can find us on Amazon as well. Like I said. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Aaron. It was a, such a pleasure and uh, we learned. Thank something. you. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. 